Two peas, Two and, peas a and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Two peas, Two and, peas a bong. and a bong. Two peas and a bong. y'all two peas in the bong in the building again it's your boy dp it's your boy kp and feeling accomplished it's your boy bong accomplished let me know what's up well i mean not i mean not too much man you know i'll just feeling like you know the karma <laughs> found its way to a lot of these nba motherfuckers <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm thinking he about to tell me about some shit he did today. Like, well, I thought thought, thought he was going to talk about his grueling. A few things. Yeah, a few things I had Uh to do. You know, I took care of business. (laughs) Nah. Mm -mm, We getting straight to it. These NBA niggas. (laughs) Hey, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to the world champion Golden State Warriors, led by Steph Curry, <laughs> aka Chef Curry, <laughs> aka nigga that won two championships without KD. How many KD got, got without Steph? That, that's the the whole nickname. <laughs> nigga that won two, two chips without KD. How many KD got without Steph? Nah, the nigga that finally got the finals MVP. <laughs> Nah, we're yeah, not gonna go there. He got it. He got it. <laughs> the nigga that finally got an MVP, a Finals MVP. Yeah, yeah. But <sighs> hey, for for those of y'all who follow the podcast and those who this may be your first time, we did talk about the NBA Finals in our episode number seventy two. Uh, the title of that was Curry on Luggage, which team will take flight, and um, Ubang had a lot to say about his position on why he thought Curry was already solidified, didn't really need the finals MVP, but the fact that he got it would kind of dispel all the shit about Kevin Durant carrying him. And we talked about that in the last episode. Kevin has some counters and all that kind of stuff. So y'all could check that out. But now, as Ubon said a little while ago, these NBA niggas, uh, it's a lot of stuff going on with these NBA niggas, a lot of trades, you know, free agency is now open. I'm going to just throw one out there real quick so y'all could talk about this and then we can move on to some other ones. Obviously, y'all know where I'm going with this. I'm a Clipper fan. So uh, John Wall is now a Clipper. Uh, he had a contract buyout with the Houston Rockets. He was due, I think, $47 million for this upcoming season. Yeah, 47.4. So he still got you know, $40 million in his pocket. Oh, so he, he, he for, he for went 7 million. Exactly. So the way the buyouts go for folks who were, who were, uh, wondering exactly what the fuck I'm talking about and just how the shit goes in general is 
the player essentially is foregoing, as Ubank said, or they're giving the team back a certain amount of money and then they're out of the contract, right? So he gave back $7 million and he's still getting $40 million from Houston. So now he goes and pockets that 40 mil and he also signs a two-year deal with the Clippers that's worth, I think, 13.2 or something like 13. that. 13.2, that's correct. Yeah. Over the next over the next two years. Absolutely. Um and one so thing I said he got he pocketed an additional six million for the next year. Bam. There you go. So he's right at the forty seven that he was gonna make anyway, plus uh, you know, another year after that for six mil. Um big money, John Wall. One, Call him big money, oh, John man. Stupid and money. He ain't John played. Wall. Yeah. And the nigga ain't played really. In like three seasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Big money, John. Stealing money. Hey, nah, nah. He's not the one stealing money. We're gonna get to that in a minute. <laughs> hey, listen. He still, he still. That's 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 arm robbery. That no, that's strong arm robbery. <laughs> he didn't even need a gun. Nah, nah, not he this said, one. Hey, nah, not this one. He's he's played a lot of games and he's got a lot of miles on those legs over his career. So he's not the one that strong arm robbed somebody. It's not him. We're going to get to him in a second, but it ain't him. Uh, well, what did he do to Houston? Hey, man, they tra- Houston traded for him. That was right. No, but well, he, what did he do? Um, well, in 2021, in the 2020-2021 season, in 40 games, he did average 20.6 points and 6.8 rebounds. But they stopped playing him. And that was after, after a ruptured Achilles. And they decided to go in another direction. Okay, so Kev, if it wasn't as, as, um, I mean, <laughs> strong arm robbery is is pretty vicious, but he at least he at least gun butted them and, and went in their pockets, right? <laughs> he did something. No, no, no. I, I'm, he at least he at least twisted a nigga's shirt under his throat or something the like. Only nigga reason, listen, the only reason he did, did he wait wait did he bully these niggas like turn yeah, he, a nigga upside down and shake he, out the he, lunch he, money or something? John Wall definitely grabbed him by the shirt and gave him a bacon neck. He definitely <laughs> did that. He, he gave him a bacon neck. But I'm saying <laughs> Zion Williamson. Oh, and his okay. Contract extension. Okay. Oh, okay. after playing 85 games, missing 117 games. What did he get? 193. Over 193 four? up to. 231 million crazy that's strong arm robbery my brother what zion did listen (laughs) what zion did was the bank manager gave him the keys to the bank right the the giant said oh shit i left i left my phone in the bank he gave him the keys to the bank told him to lock up he'll see him tomorrow (laughs) and zion went in there and got busy this is the the Jameis oh, Winston crab shit. legs. That's what you. <laughs> that's what this is. Ah oh, man, wow. that, that, oh, that Zion Williamson. Yeah, nigga done played five games in his NBA career, <laughs> and already signing his his uh he 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 has played about thirty a third of his games on his since he was uh, drafted. Yeah, 
He's made 66% of his games yeah. so far over three seasons. And this motherfucker's any overweight. Yeah. And was, the injuries is and him not be, being able to bounce back from the injuries is related to him being overweight. And he's like, hell yeah, I'll sign the extension. But guess, see, oh man, I love this show today. This one's gonna be fun. But guess why? Guess why he feels comfortable signing that extension with New Orleans? Why? Tell me. Because he doesn't have to honor his contract. It's the new NBA. Niggas don't have to honor their contracts. I know a nigga right now. Got four years left on his deal. <laughs> just demanded a trade. And they trying to ship. They're trying to find a, 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 a trade partner to get him up out of there. Four years left. 193 million. Mm. And that nigga just told, just told the, the owner, hey, bro, get me up out of here. Owner mm. said, okay, sir, where you want to go? Give me five or 16. We'll make it happen for you, sir. Shall I, can I shine your shoes on your way out of town too, sir? Huh? Would you would, would you would you would you spare some change on your way out of town too, sir? Man, but Uban, they say that, hey, they say they say the NFL is a slave plantation. <laughs> Motherfucking the, the NBA is reverse racism. Black niggas slapping the shit out of white boys. Hey, tell me this though. So that so that's the new NBA. What was the old though? Tell me how the old went. The old NBA was a lot more at what um, at what time frame? At what time frame? At any point in time, it, it the old NBA was the NBA where players um, honored their contracts, even when and you know a lot of people try and bring up LeBron James is like, oh yeah, niggas started team hopping and woo 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 with with you know LeBron James started that whole phenomenon. Guess what happened with LeBron James? He played out his contract every single time. LeBron James has never requested a trade. LeBron James has never jumped bad on a contract. LeBron was just smart enough to always sign short-term deals so that he had the flexibility to get out of it. KD, you just read up, you just read up four years with a year left on your contract. You came into nigga. You came into Brooklyn with a with a with a tour, with a ruptured Achilles, nigga. They gave you they gave you a, a red shirt year right off the bat. They paid you max money for a year. They knew that you wasn't even gonna play. You gonna get these niggas two years of work, and then you like, hey man, you know what? Y'all won't let Kyrie keep kicking y'all in the square in the ass. I gotta go. I need y'all to lock Kyrie up for for two hundred and fifty million. Even though Kyrie say he gonna take vacations when he want to take vacations, he gonna go fight crime when he want to go fight crime. This nigga finna go march and do rallies and go sit at Capitol Hill when he want to go sit at Capitol Hill, all on company time. But I need y'all to lock this nigga in for a quarter of a billion over mm. five years. Okay, the new quick, NBA. Quick, quick thing. So new NBA. I asked about the old NBA. So when you, when I'm thinking old NBA, I'm thinking okay. When players were basically picked up by a team, when the team feels that they're done, they're just trading trading the player somewhere. Player has no choice. They have to uproot their family, whatever the case may be, doing all that kind of stuff. But then it's, but the, nature, now, it's the nature of the business it, though, DP. No, no, no. That yeah. That was the nature of the old NBA. So for you it's to say still it's the, the nature, nature of the business. business. For, yeah, so is it the, it's the nature of the business now where the players are doing what they do, right? 
It's but the listen, same way. The, no, no, oh, I'm oh, asking though. No. I'm asking. Is it no, the same? Rabbit, but, the they have the same disdain for that. The rap. Let me just say the gun. Let me just say this. Let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick. So when the players request a trade, are they not uprooting their family? Or did they already know uh, nine months ago, like, hey, you know what? In about nine months, I'm going to request a trade. We're going to be in Minnesota. Like, nah, you still it's, up. It's, it's not a surprise, though. It's not a surprise. If you, It's the same as a nigga saying, man, listen, I'm about to go. I'm done with this job. You discuss it with your wife or your significant other or whoever you need to, and you tell them, look, I'm out of here. I can't do this no more. I'm about to tell these niggas I'm done. And you go and do that. It's not a surprise versus, hey, honey, I'll see you later. And then you walk in the door and they're like, hey, guess what, Ubang? You're fired. <laughs> that's that's yeah, completely so, different. But but the thing about the now, – now, see, you're talking about the NFL. No, I'm talking about the NBA. NBA. The NBA, NBA. Listen, here's the good thing about the NBA has always been the contracts are guaranteed. I yeah, don't the, give a fuck where you sit, but I don't so so I so what day, is it that's that's and saying, that's hold, a moot point on, though. No, 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 it's not. It's not because if you're under contract and your contract stipulates that you know what you may be traded here or you may be traded there, that's part of the contract. Now, if you put a no if you're talented enough or if you're good enough to have a no trade clause in your contract that's what your agent works out for you but if you did if you don't have that in your contract it's a it's a part of the business it's still niggas right now in the nba that's still getting traded and patrick beverly he just cried for the minnesota timberwolves last year <laughs> niggas in utah right now <laughs> Uh, hey, how about Daniel Tice who keeps getting thrown into every Celtics deal, nigga? The nigga finds his way back to the Celtics. They keep trading this nigga away. So we'll throw Daniel in there. We talking right, about? Fuck it, let's do it. We talking about the the top three, maybe two, maybe three percent, and um, and I think ultimately what they're doing now is they're fucking the future. NBA players in that next collective bargaining agreement. Okay. Because, because, and, and they don't care, right? It's like, hey, I'm out to get mine. You know, what what what, what old boy saying? Um, what was that Denzel movie with um with the high school football team? Oh, remember, oh, okay. Remember uh, the Titans? Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans when the black dude said, Team, nigga, what team? <laughs> I'm going to go out there and get mine. You feel me? <laughs> That's how the players right now was talking. You got, I'm just, I'm just, just, just to name a few of these scrubs that just, and, and I'm talking about, we got some niggas that's just repeat offenders. James Harden, you bitched your way out of Houston. Nigga went on a, went on some kind of diet where he's eating nothing but Oreos and Doritos. <laughs> the old diet. Like 15, hey, the, the old diet, nigga. Doritos, <laughs> right. Oreos. Oreos, ho-hos. Ho-hos. <laughs> so, hey, it's like... Hey, y'all hey, y'all remember the whole cakes from uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? <laughs> oh, that was... Uh, no, 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 that was... Uh, oh, my bad, Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, the Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah. The, whole, yeah, the whole cakes from Hollywood yeah. Shuffle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so this so this so this nigga James Harden, you done bitched your way out of Houston, right? Got your way. Hey man, 
I want to go play in Brooklyn with um with my buddy KD. But Uban, wait, 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 wait. Before you get to the nuts and bolts of that, because I know you're really about to dissect this KD and, and Kyrie situation. I just want to like clearly understand though. So I know you brought up the money, right? But you're saying right. it didn't matter because the money is guaranteed whether the team was doing the trading or the players demanding the trade, right? So if the if it's okay for the team to be like, ah, we're done with this nigga or whatever, we, we want to get this nigga out of here, what's the real issue with the team, with, with the players saying, I'm done with this team, nigga, I want to get out of here? The rabbit what's... has the gun. I Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. When you guys, when you were talking about the old NBA – that's why I was asking how far back you guys are going. Because when you say old NBA, I'm thinking like the 80s. Nigga, do not. T- okay. I was about to say, do not tell me. Some, you talking about George, George Mike. No, no, no. I'm thinking about the 80s where the money wasn't there yet. Where Magic no, Johnson signed that, that one year. I mean, that $25 million deal for 25 years. With the Lakers, like we gonna have your ass here forever. I was no, we not going back that far. No, I'm go back. This is I'm just telling you. This is what I'm fifteen years. Like was Magic's Magic's money guaranteed? Was the twenty five guaranteed? Did he play twenty five years? No, he didn't. Did he play twenty? How many years did he play? Nine in total. Okay, so how much? How many millions did he get for years that he didn't play? I don't know. Okay. Well, do the math, nigga. You just said no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm saying he he had extenuate. He had crazy circumstances with the HIV. So I don't know if they that, took care man of him don't talk. That. I'm not talking about HIV. I'm talking about the. You said he got 25 million for 25 years. He only played nine. That yeah. leaves 16 years that he didn't play. So he got 16 mil for not playing for the Lakers, right? If the money's guaranteed. Not to mention that. The value of money was different. You, your parents then told you stories about nigga. We could take a nickel to the movies and get some popcorn and a soda and get in the movie too, and then have some shit left over to catch the bus. Like, come on, man. <laughs> after, after, after get the lap dance. I'm just... <laughs> after get the lap dance. They got a lap dance in the movie theater and everything. <laughs> like, damn. Hey, with a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> and got to went to the movies, got some popcorn. Went and got a lap dance, tipped the stripper, <laughs> and still had enough money to get home in a taxi. Not a, oh, not no bus. Shit. Get home in the taxi. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Hey, but look. So, uh, so I, so I get Kevin though. I, hey, look, look. I get Kevin on the air. So we not talking about the eighties. We not talking about the eighties no, with Magic. We talking, we talking about, about. We talking about. The KG era, where KG signed three two hundred million dollar deals. Okay, okay, that's okay. I could roll with that because that's when it started really getting like the money, astronomical numbers, right? It's like, damn, this nigga signed for what? So I could roll with that. So okay, let let's roll with the with the intro of the K of the KG contracts, right? Because at the end of the day, they were still the 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 NBA star was still being pampered. The NBA star, like the 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 script hasn't changed at all. The only people that are mobile, 
The only people that can demand the trade is the top two or three percent. And the only difference is beforehand, if they were in a situation where they weren't necessarily happy with um, ownership or uh, how things were how things were playing out on the team, they were more um, more likely to ride it out. Whereas now. The players say, and, and, and this is the, the worst part about it. Not only will the players ask out if they don't like the situation or their surroundings or how the season went or how the, the team is made up, but 75% of the times, it's the player that's requesting X, Y, and Z players. They bring them there. The shit don't work out. And now you're like, man, this is some bullshit. I want out. No, nigga, this is your team. <laughs> you wanted to play GM. You asked for these motherfuckers. Like, you literally asked for these people. J- James Harden, you asked for ownership to trade uh, Chris Paul so you could play with your boy Russell Westbrook. You asked for that, nigga. And then when the shit didn't work out, you said, trade me. Or else I'm going to come to camp 40 pounds overweight. Uh, overweight. Like, what? Ben Simmons, you didn't show up in the playoffs, homie. You had a bad playoff. Your coach, all he did was speak on it after supporting your ass all the way through game seven, and your feelings got hurt. Making, what, $40 million a year? Feelings is hurt. Niggas say, I can never play in Philadelphia again. I can't suit up for these niggas again. I refuse to. This nigga done got into so much shit. Now he's mental, back. All kind of shit's going on with the dude because he had a bad playoff series, and God forbid your coach said something about that shit. He's supposed to now say let's, no. Let's be real though. The reason why his ass didn't come back, didn't play for uh, Brooklyn this year, was because he wasn't trying to fuck up that money he was trying to get back from Philly. Yeah. So he didn't want to fuck that shit up for them to say, "Well, now he plays like you know, there's nothing wrong with him. He's cool." So he was like, "Nope." I want every again, single dime I can get out of this shit. Right. So but I again, ain't playing. Listen, but again, you started by finessing Philly. I don't give a fuck. I, I, him not playing for Brooklyn, I don't even give a fuck. You finesse Philly because your feelings got hurt because you stunk in the playoffs. You're, we're paying you $40 million a year, and you can't make it happen. And when somebody calls you out, your feelings get hurt. So every time you have a shortcoming, even though you're making 40 million and it comes with the territory, you're gonna pout about it. You're gonna ask for a trade. So you in Brooklyn now, you, you still gonna make 40 million. If you have a bad game and Steve Nash or whoever the, the you know, whoever ultimately becomes the coach of that team calls you out about it in the media, you gotta go somewhere else now. Like, I, I don't get it. That's 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 baby ball. Hey, say what you want about Russell Westbrook. Man, we hey, he gets trashed every day in the media. Still to this day, the motherfucker show up to work, he do his job. That nigga ain't he ain't bitch to complain about nothing. He ain't asked for no motherfucking trade. Hmm. Now, I can respect that, but you know what I'm saying. Like I said, it's the new NBA. These dudes is bitch made, and KD is the president of the club. <laughs> oh shit! Um, Ubong is really pro black listeners. He really is. He does. He does. <laughs> It doesn't always sound like it when he when he gets on this with these players <laughs> and these owners, but he's really a pro black individual. His favorite song, Wale. What does it sue me? I'm rooting for everybody. I'm rooting for everybody. Oh, black. Yeah, exactly. Shit. That's that's Ubong's motto. But he, 
I, even though now I sound like uh what, what old boys say can't let the uh can't let the inmates run the asylum. <laughs> right. <laughs> what not Stephen A, but Ubang A. Is it really Ubang oh. A? <laughs> hey, that shit is fucking hilarious, nigga. <laughs> Man, nah, it's real though. Oh. I feel like I feel a way about it. Because like regardless what you want to say about LeBron James and how he transformed the league to what it is right now, where everybody, where it's like player mobility and movement is, is, um, is encouraged. LeBron played his contracts out. Can we respect that? LeBron has played every single one of his contracts out. He has played his contracts out at the expense of saying, get that nigga out of here, get that nigga out of here and get that nigga. out." But again, Stay here. But again, but hear, hear me out. But that's what I'm trying to tell you, Kev. Yeah, because Kev, there is some level of criticism to... about him for being a de facto GM in a lot yeah. of those situations. Get so, him out of here. But so what I'm saying, that's a whole nother, you know, ball game. Yeah. But what ball. I'm saying is he gonna he gonna stick it out though. James Harden, if you gonna if you gonna play GM, ride it out. You put that team together, ride it out. KD, you want to play GM and you like, hey man, if I come, Ka- Kyrie gotta come. Um, what's my man? Um, that used to play on the Clippers with DeAndre Jordan got to come. Like you got to bring all these dudes with me. Okay. Then when Kyrie start jumping bad on the team, saying I'm not gonna do this, I need to take a, a, a couple weeks off for you know for some personal time because it's his birthday. He want to go fight some shit on Capitol Hill. You gotta reel his ass back in. But you know what Kevin Durant did? He sat his ass on the sideline, said nothing. Cause he ain't got no heart. He ain't a leader. He can't. He can't talk to Kyrie. Kyrie talks to him. Kyrie tells him what to do. Can you imagine that? Every single situation KD done been in, he done been sunned by somebody else. Russell Westbrook was the leader in OKC. Steph Curry, and even Draymond was the leader in Golden State. And now in Brooklyn, where you the the top dog, you the number one dude. No questions asked. Kyrie is the leader. You letting Kyrie lead you. Like, does that make, bro, make it make sense, DP, Kev, one of y'all. I don't care who. <laughs> well, Durant, let's go ahead, Kevin. Durant verbalizing how he feels has never been his strong suit or getting his teammates to listen to him or trying to be the verbal leader. That's never been his strong suit. He's just always been the best player. That's it. And he's just, I'm going to lead by playing, but. All the other stuff that that is in his strong suit, and he's he's stayed away from that. When you say all the other stuff, what is that? So he can play basketball. We got it. But if your team needs you, right? Being being the you want a sticky situation. Hold on, you're down two games. To, you know, you're down two to one. You're down three to one in a series, and your team needs uh someone to pick them up. Kevin Durant, you've been out there on the basketball court for four games. We're down three. We're down one three. You've been on the court playing. And that shit is not working, right? So that 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 part of your leadership skill is not working. Bro, we need somebody to come rally the troops. We just going to go down because Kevin Durant, none of that other shit is his strong suit. LeBron, y'all keep y'all keep talking y'all keep talking about that Golden State, that Golden State series where they was down uh Cleveland was down 3-1. Who rallied the troops? Say his name. Say his name, nigga. LeBron. LeBron, I, thank you. I was so KD, I was I was I, not yes, gonna you, say uh LeBron. Um don't who 
I, 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 huh? LeBron, but I'm. This is what I'm saying, Ubank. We, I can't sit up here and say that KD has ever tucked his tail and not played hard and just checked out of games. He's never done that. He doesn't have the history of that. He's he'll leave it all on the court. He's just not the face of a franchise to where he's doing meeting greets and signing autographs and all that stuff. That's just a nigga that wants to play basketball. That's it. But you know that then 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 you do understand that part of getting that top tier money, all that comes with it. Like we want you to be the face of the franchise. We want you to do the meet and greets. We want you to be the leader. When Kyrie is trying to leave the reservation, we need you to reel his ass back in. Like, that's your job. You can't just say, oh, I, all I want to do is just come out there and play basketball. Ah, well, nigga, we can, yeah, for that, we get $20 million to just be a basketball player. Like, Steph Curry, he is the, the calm in the organization. When shit is going sideways, you can always guarantee Steph Curry's going to come out there and give you a politically correct answer. He's going to try and steady the ship. When Draymond is talking that stupid shit, which he's still doing now on his little media tour and his, 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 with his podcast, the weakest nigga of all the quote-unquote big names in Golden State is talking the loudest. Steph Curry, every time they talk to him, he's steady in the ship. LeBron James, every time they talk to him, he's steady in the ship. Even Russell Westbrook, when he was in o- um, OKC, by himself, uh, let me not use him as an example. He kind of temperamental. <laughs> but, like, your stars, that's what their job is, to really just to steady the ship. KD, you can't say that all I want to do is play basketball and you're not you're not taking responsibility for, like, being that guy. I well, can't be the only person that sees that. Well, I was going to say J.R. Smith was the one who brought him back um, <laughs> with Cleveland, but. What the fuck do Thank I know? Thank you, Catford, for saving me. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, but let me backtrack a little bit, though. So we did say the Garnett deals kind of ushered in the new NBA, so to speak, that we're talking about, right? So do we criticize Kevin Garnett when he requested to trade to Boston? No. 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 And what's the reason why we don't criticize Garnett when he requested to trade to Boston. Garnett took the the Minnesota Timberwolves as far as he could. And there were things that were supposed to happen on on Minnesota's end. There was a, a, a trade in for Iverson in place. And they fumbled it. Because he was supposed to have Iverson. They fumbled it. They got rid of Stephon Marbury. They let Marbury okay. go. Pause. No, no, no. That Pause Stephon Marbury thing. Okay. Go ahead, Uban. Finish that thought, though. The I was Stephon, say Marbury the Stephon Marbury thing was Stephon. He wanted to get out of there because he felt he was not being paid as a one uh, as a one A to Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Garnett being you know a one. So Stephon was like, "Hey, man, if y'all not gonna pay me, I'll go somebody. I'll go somewhere that will." So y'all remember um, KG had the documentary on Showtime. Yes, yeah, and he talked about the relationship in Minnesota and how I think he was doing a photo shoot with the coach and the owner and in the photo shoot, you know, he didn't think about it at the time, but like how they had, they made it. So like he was like sitting lowest to where they sat higher than him. And he just started to see how like the relationship started to change and it was time for him to go. 
but I think it was mutual and they were willing like they you know they acquiesced because they were willing to do that for him he did he was loyal to Minnesota okay you get what I'm saying um so I can't really compare any of these guys to Kevin Garnett wait wait hold on hold on okay so we throw exactly because you throw words out like loyal and he did all he could and that's the sense that y'all saying answer let's answer these questions then there was a last episode there was a little disagreement as far as kevin said okc was going to win the next year had kevin durant and westbrook stayed together i think he was saying that when they lost that uh that series to golden state when they tricked it off Am I am I right or wrong, Kevin? Your your I said that they, was, I said that they had a chance. That they had a okay, chance. That they they had yeah. a chance. Okay, yeah. Ubang, you said no way. Be, yeah, and you know why? Tell you me. know why? Tell me. Because they were up three one. Mm -hmm. The rope started to slip, and all Kevin Durant could do was go out there and play basketball. Okay, so did Kevin Durant? My point do, earlier. Did Kevin Durant do all that he could for OKC at that time? Absolutely. Unfortunately, no. Because how do you so no, no, no. Uh, there's a disagreement. Ubang's saying yeah. Kevin, you're saying no. No. But if the if the sentiment is yeah, he did, doesn't that put him in the same seat as Kevin Garnett? Where Kevin Garnett did all that he could for Minnesota. Kevin Durant did all that he could for OKC. What is the difference in him deciding he wants to leave versus DP Garnett deciding he wants to leave? Hey. I didn't I I had no problem with him deciding to leave and go to Golden State. I just wanted to be known that he needed Golden State more than they needed him. He had done all that he could do. He couldn't carry a team. So he had to latch on to a team that was already ready to go. All he wanted to be was the ice. Remember when I remember when Kevin Garnett and we 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 thought it was just a slight at the time when he left OKC, they started calling this nigga Cupcake. Remember that shit? Mm -mm. They would wear the T-shirts when he played OKC. They would wear the T-shirts with the cupcakes on them. Russell Westbrook, like during a game that he played against um, uh, uh, Durant when he went to Golden State, he wore the cupcake T-shirt. And they were saying they, they used to call this nigga a cupcake because this nigga was soft. And motherfuckers just thought it was just like they being petty. They being, it's a slight. But now, man, it done played out a little bit. Hold on. You went to Golden State. Them niggas carry Joe ass to a couple championships and then you got emotional about some shit and you left okay you said you want to do it your way you don't like playing the team ball you don't like the way the ball moves you want to play more isolation basketball you want to go to Brooklyn with Kyrie where on any given night Jock Vaughn could be the coach Steve Nash could be the coach Kyrie could be the coach I could be the coach that shit didn't play out you couldn't keep Kyrie in check now you're like, you know what? I got to go again. Cupcake but, behavior. But listen. Soft-ass nigga behavior. So, nah, so, so instead, of, instead of loyalty, we throw out cupcake. That's what I'm saying. Instead but, of loyalty. I'm saying, no, 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 hold on, hold on. You said you didn't have an issue with him going to Golden State, yet cupcake and soft and all those words were thrown out in regard to his decision to move to Golden State. If you don't have a that problem was, with was, it, why is it cupcake no, no, no. soft 
and 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 Kevin Garnett gets loyalty and he's done all he can. Like what what is the? I'm I'm asking what's the The difference? Listen, the cupcake talk was in the organization. Nobody outside of OKC. But you you don't agree with it. You don't disagree with it. No, I'm telling. I'm saying that now that at least it sounds like it. No, listen. Now I'm saying that now that we've seen things play out. We see where it came from. Listen, uh, Dan Gilbert uh, wrote a letter and and had you know the, talking shit about LeBron when he left. That was an organizational thing. He later would come to he would later come to accept LeBron James back, or the other way around. Sorry, LeBron would accept him back to come back to Cleveland and win another chip. None of that shit that was said before carried over. But Kevin Durant, we're starting to see a a. a, a this is a, a personality trait. Like, bro, like, you are too emotional. Like, you you are unstable emotionally. But Ubang, the only difference with the – I'm wondering where, why you're bringing the LeBron thing up because the only difference is he actually went back and won. Had he not gone back and won, Dan Gilbert would have the same sentiment and the Cleveland fans would still be burning LeBron jerseys saying, fuck that nigga. Well, they burned the, they burnt the jerseys when he left the – to the Lakers, yeah, the but I'm saying there, there would no, there would be saying, no in the middle type. So what's the point in bringing the LeBron thing up? For me, it doesn't it doesn't bother me that that players, whether I because I said that Kevin Garnett did all that he could for the the Minnesota organization, and I said that Kevin Durant I felt could have did more for Oklahoma. That's why it I didn't address you with that. Ubon yeah, said say, he thought yeah. he did. That's why I, I said there are yeah, two I, different yeah, things. Saying, you guys were you guys no, had a but, disagreement. But yeah, but, but I'm, I'm agreeing. Saying, I'm saying that it doesn't bother me that players want to be traded and don't want to stay with organizations. That doesn't bother me. I feel that they should have that right because the owners can uproot the families at any time. So it is good for the players to have some power. That's why when it, when we were having this discussion, I was like, "Yeah, the rabbits got the gun. The rabbit has the gun." But so, but the NBA, as soon as some of these players start missing a step, you better believe that the NBA isn't gonna forget what these players were doing, and the NBA is going to take it out on them and have the last word. Look at what they did to Iverson. Look at what. They, Look exactly. at what they did to look at what they did to Melo. They they will get James Harden. They will get Kyrie. They will get Kevin Durant. It will happen. It's but just in the meantime, time. in the meantime, when you're in your prime as a player, I'm just throwing this out to y'all. As a player, while you're in your prime, and you've seen what happened to guys like Iverson and Melo and other guys, why would you not? Do what you can to make the bread while Absolutely. you can do it. Absolutely. What's again, again, why is that again, criticized? Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. You guys sound ridiculous right now. No. First, I'm gonna tell you. No, hold on. Hold on. And, let me. Let me just. From whose standpoint? You. Did you sound ridiculous a minute ago? Okay. No. L- listen to what I'm gonna tell you. So first, to address the Durant thing in OKC, I said. He had done all that he could do in OKC. I had no problem with him going to Golden State because you had shown that by yourself as the leader, as the guy that we look to, 
you cannot get it done. So, hey, I see a team that just won 73 games last year. Draymond, the fourth best player, or third best player at the time on that team, comes begging me to come. That's all the validation I need. Now I can say you guys wanted me, right? Steph didn't come begging for him. Even Klay Thompson didn't come begging for him. Steve Kerr didn't come begging for him. It was Draymond. The loudmouth that's doing the podcast right now, even though he averaged like three points in the finals. But um, so now I have validation. I'll go there and to win two of the easiest championships the NBA has ever seen. And had he not been injured that third year, him and Clay, like him and Clay get injured in the finals. I think if they keep if Clay stays healthy, Golden State might win that championship without KD. No. But no, that's neither here nor there. No, come on, Ubang. No, Kev, I, I, it's not even. Not, no, hold on, timeout. I'm not even trying to argue that. Okay. That's just my opinion, okay. and it's it, we'll never know. Like they lost, it is what it is. But what I'm saying is, I had no problem. I had no problem with that. So you did that, and that's fine. But now you've had success in Golden State. Stay there. But it was like you you were not happy with that success. And it was like, you know what? The fans of Golden State will never love me like they love Steph. So because of that, I'm going to go and do my own thing. I'm going to use excuses like I don't like. You went from saying that it was the easiest basketball you've ever played because of the ball movement and the ball doesn't stick to saying that you wanted to play isolation, more isolation basketball. Like, so that's the that's the one thing I want to clarify. I had no problem with him going to Golden State. It wasn't until the moves after Golden State trying to go to Brooklyn. Now the Brooklyn thing doesn't work. You want to go somewhere else. Now you're starting to look shaky, right? Because you had a good situation in Golden State. You left it, and they've proven that the organization was top tier because they just won another championship two years removed from you. Where I was saying that you guys sound ridiculous is that you guys are saying like, oh, yeah, the players should try, you know, knowing that they're – that you know they're only in their prime for x amount of years they should try and get the most money that they can get we're not talking about money they're getting the money that they, they're getting max contracts we're talking about you're in a in a in the first year or a second year of a max contract and you're saying i don't want to be here i want to go somewhere else it's not about what you y'all no, talking about money money, money is a, no, you, no no money you just money is a no no and i said i'm telling you why i said it because money is a part of it. We started off by talking about cats who haven't done anything, haven't played games, but they're still getting paid. They're still getting these contracts. Knowing that they haven't done shit, knowing that, th like, who did we? We said Zion, right? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do what you got to do to get the money? Sign the deal. But, if they're going to give it to but, you, take it. Even even though so, niggas are gonna criticize you because you haven't played, it doesn't matter. You saw what happened to guys who blood, sweat, and tears, Iverson played hurt and all this shit throughout his years and still nah. got done dirty at the Listen. end of the road. You get you know your money got, while you can. You always hear you, know you, you, you hear these players who didn't get bread, Uban. You hear players who didn't get bread like the players are getting now, and they even say, Get your money while you can. Fuck that. Get your money, young man. Sign that deal. Get your bread. That's the part I'm talking about. Because when Kevin right. made the and comment, when Kevin made the comment, hold on, because we're bringing in so many different layers. Kevin made the comment about Iverson. He introduced the issue about Iverson. So I just said in response to that, 
what is wrong with a player getting his bread or finding the situation where he maximizes his earning potential because of what he's seen that's been done to Iverson and all and Melo and all these other cats. That was a question or, or a comment I said in response to what Kevin said. That's a layer of the conversation. I know damn well we're not talking about money. The issue that you're talking about isn't just money. The issue you're talking about is a player not being happy with the situation, so he decides to move somewhere. So we can address that. But I responded to Kevin bringing up Iverson. I'm not saying this is all, all just a money move. I get exactly what you're talking about, Uban, but I made that in response to Kevin talking about when he brought up Iverson. That That's all. I'm not saying that, oh, can Kevin I, Durant is just all about that money. Or, or, Go or, ahead. You know, sometimes, so, sometimes I, I like to, you know, Kevin, you want to pile on too? <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I mean, we sitting, we sitting well, listening to you put up well, all your you, points, but hey, it's like you, well, you're not even like listening I, like I said, to what he said. Hey, Kev, it, it, it's, it, it, you know, it's rare, but it, it happens <laughs> where sometimes I get a chance to let both y'all niggas dig y'all graves. So if you want to, if you want to pile on, just keep, just keep throwing that dirt. Just keep hey, shoving Ke that dirt. Kevin, am I, was, gotta go were, were, were my ears, were my ears playing tricks on me or did you not bring up Iverson? Getting done dirty and Carmelo getting blackballed. I, I mean, and then shit. I responded to him saying that, but now I'll all of a sudden, to, this is I'll, I'll take it back to Shaq. Shaq got done dirty. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq went on a merry-go-round tour in his final days. Do you know? You know what the, the you know what the thing that all these dudes that you mentioned have in common? What do they have in common? Poor work ethic. Come on, Obama. Shaq. No, 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 no. Come on, Obama. Stop. Come on. Shaq, you just oh. when you when you threw Shaq in there, that was the, that was the ice that was a cherry on top. Come on, Obama. Kobe Bryant, and 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 you're a Laker fan, Kev, so you know. Kobe Bryant used to get on Shaq's ass because Shaq did what? Shaq say, "I'm gonna come into the season out of shape, and I'll play my way into shape around All Star break." That's not a professional. Shaq was the nigga that said, "I got hurt on company time. I'm gonna fix it on company time." That's not a professional. Allen Iverson has the greatest practice rant in the world, in the world ever, right? And then we know about Carmelo. Carmelo, hey, for what it's worth, Carmelo took his money. Carmelo could have been on that Miami Heat team. He chose to turn. He chose to turn down that Heat team so that he could go and get his money from New York, right? Ubong is really a black man, you guys. Yeah. Just so, want you guys to know. No, no, no. But listen, but listen. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you for, the, for all the names of those people that you tried to just bring up just now. I'm gonna give you a couple of names. I'm gonna give you a couple of names of people that um, they tried to blackball or they tried to whatever, whatever, <laughs> and it didn't happen, right? Can I can I interest you in a uh, Kobe Bryant? Fresh off the rape case, right? NBA tried to blackball him. That nigga was like, nigga, I'm too good. Y'all niggas will never blackball me. Y'all niggas will never run me out of the league. Nigga, I'll leave when I fucking want to leave. Chris Paul, they sent that nigga to OKC to die. That nigga sent these niggas to the playoffs and they almost won a fucking series. So, nigga, the NBA will only blackball, the NBA will only boot you out the league if you allow them to boot you out the league because you're not a professional. Allen Iverson was not a professional. He was a nigga. Shaq, 
Shaq had already made more money off the court. Shaq really didn't even need basketball. He had everything that he needed. He had rings. He had notoriety. He had already played in L.A. Shaq was good. And Melo did the same thing on the other coast. He did the same shit in New York. He wanted to go to New York for that reason, because he could make his money off the court in New York as opposed to going to play with LeBron and D-Wade in Miami. So, nigga, don't, don't talk about all oh, the NBA when these niggas start losing a step and woo, woo, woo. Nah, when these niggas start losing a step, guess what happens? The professionals, they stay on. These niggas, Udonis Haslam, this nigga should have been out the league seven years ago. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but he's getting paid too much. And they still sign this nigga and put his ass on the bench every fucking year. You, so, do, do you so, understand so, what no, so, no, so since you talking, is. since you asking what niggas have in common, do you know what he doesn't have in common with all those other niggas? He's not a superstar. So don't talk to me about no Udonis Haslam shit. No, hey, no, no, man. no. He's not that's a superstar. Fine. That That's okay. not, it, no, it, get, no. Hey, the look, look, the look other, at the other niggas, you, the other niggas hey. you talking about. The other niggas you hey. talking about. I could, no, no. The other niggas you talking about. I, I feel you. <laughs> that you Donis Haslam shit. Get that out of here. No. Hey, you know Fuck what? When I hit niggas with the, hey, I just hit a nigga with the seven, with the seven hit combo. DP, DP hit me with the jab real quick, like boop. No, <laughs> no, because I don't. I, got you. Hey, I okay, don't agree. Take, I don't agree with everything you just said, though. I don't. I okay, don't. But I, but, I don't agree but, with everything you said. You're piling all your shit on. We sitting here listening to you. I don't agree with everything you said, but I'm listening. If you're co if you're a co-worker of Ubong right now and you're tuning in, hold his ass to this standard when he gets to work. Make sure <laughs> he's right. professional. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'm the first man in, last man out. Trust and believe. Yeah, but but hold but the but the shit that but the shit that you're saying, like I hear what you're saying. But there's a lot of folks who would say the same shit that Kevin said a minute ago about niggas being blackballed, which I do think Allen Iverson was blackballed. I don't give yeah. a fuck what you say. You could yes, talk about his work. You could talk about his work ethic. You could talk about him talking about the practice line and all that bullshit. Was blackballed. You could he talk was. about all of that shit. I agree. But that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that you could you could ask niggas. Hey man, name me five better point guards or shooting guards right now than Allen Iverson, and you would have still been hard pressed to do it at you that can. time. I agree. I agree. So I agree. So I'm just he saying. So what I'm saying is yes. some shit like that can happen. The same shit happened with who's the other nigga Kevin named. Whether you think he has good work ethic or not, Carmelo Anthony. You could have said, Hey man, right now. Name me five better small forwards or even said, name me five better scorers than Carmelo Anthony. Either, either one, you would have been hard pressed to do it. He got blackballed. So the point of him saying that niggas got blackballed, what I added to that was, yeah. So when you see that to a nigga that these, these people, you got to understand this, Uban, these young niggas probably grew up idolizing Allen Iverson, idolizing Carmelo Anthony. And when they see, hey, this is how this nigga get done, fuck that shit. I'm bringing, I'm bringing that selfish edge into the NBA where I'm looking out for myself. I don't give a fuck about all of this shit. There's a few niggas who get championship rings. There's a few niggas who make these large runs and long runs and do these things, but there's only shit 
10 years I got in the NBA. I got a short amount of time to do what I got to do in the NBA or any professional GP. sport for that matter. Not everybody wins the Super Bowl. Not everybody wins the NBA championship. So fuck it. I'm about to give my money while I can. There's nothing I wrong agree. with that either. But again, when you get your money, when you get your money, all I'm asking is to play out your contract. You're talking about getting your yeah, money, but, right? But Uban, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. Before you even go on, this, say, no, no, just, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. No, I, I don't. No, no. Because I get you. I said, which is what you keep brushing over. This is all I want you to understand. My comment right there wasn't to sum up our whole conversation. It was not. My comment wasn't to sum up our conversation. What I keep telling you is. It was just in response to what Kevin said at the moment. I understand that what you're saying, I don't need the example because I know what you're saying. It isn't about the money. He already got the money. He got a four, Kevin, Gar Kevin Durant I'm speaking of, he got a four-year deal, what, 200 million? Some shit like that or close to it. All the niggas we talking about already got the money. So I know that that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about niggas just fucking up a team or how you feel like niggas are unhappy so they're moving on or changing situations and how you felt about James Harden and all that shit. I get all of that. But my comment again, it was in, in response to in the flow of the conversation with what Kevin said. Okay. So I just want to I just want to get get off of that count off of that one sticking yes, point please because that's that's it didn't even but need to go that way it probably didn't but when you guys brought that up my only issue is you have a contract play out your contract because in this league you have much more player empowerment than the nfl right so when we talk about getting your money james harden had already um, was already on, I think, like a five-year deal or something like that. And before he left, Houston was like, bro, we love you here in Houston, James. We don't want you to leave. So we're going to offer you a, a two-year extension at 50 mil per. If it's get your money, man, sign a two-year extension and get another 100 million. James like, nah, I'm chasing the ring now because I want to go get that ring. It's not about the money. I've... I've already raped Houston for 250 million. Yeah, like, it doesn't apply to a nigga like him because he already got the he already has it. It doesn't apply again. Um I'm, I'm Kevin Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant didn't already raped OKC. Denardi he I won't say he raped Golden State because it was a you know, it was a given they needed him, he needed them. But he the so with these dudes, we're not even talking about money. We're just talking about dudes that just want to they're chasing rings right now i'm i'm gonna say this though, it, that's, oh. the, that's where the go ahead i'm a nigga i look in regular life i don't play out my contracts i had a year contract with the company one year one million yeah i couldn't do it dog i couldn't do it then i got another contract same company came back same company a hundred dollars an hour 15 hours a week plus other incentives to make more money. Yeah, I couldn't do that shit, Ubank. I got to fuck out them contracts, man. Because I couldn't do it. So the same way I'm getting out the contracts and doing something else is the same way 
I would root for anybody else if they found a way to get the hell up out the contract or to make their situation better. That's what I'm for. So that's that's perfect. And um, the thing about the thing about uh, the NBA guys, and you know, by all means, get your money, go do what you got to do, take care of your family, get generational wealth. But the next set of guys, when they negotiate those those contracts, they'll probably they'll probably shorten those contracts again. Now, remember, the NBA used to have seven-year contracts. Yeah. You remember when KG got a seven-year to 121 or whatever it was? They used to have seven-year contracts because of injuries. You can go back to Michael Jordan. He had an eight-year contract. He had the yeah, same I'm talking situation. About, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to talk about. I'm talking about like from like the KG era on. But even like, but so even it, before, I'm just saying it was all. Yeah. It was eight. It was seven. It wasn't the four year stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't right. that. So but you know what that was for. So now you why? know why they. You know why they shorten those contracts though, right? Why they shorten them? Injuries. See, I was gonna the say the Grant Hills. No, no, no. It was injuries. See, I'm saying that they had the long contracts because the average player, they're not paying you. Two seven-year high-ass contracts, two hundred million-dollar contracts. You're only getting one. So if I lock you up for seven years, I've taken you past your prime. And now, but guess what? They, your started, next contract, they started backfiring, and, and that's and that's why the reason why I said Jordan because he was an anomaly. As soon as he was done with that twenty-five million-dollar contract, his shit was the first type of deal that was. Thirty million dollars a year, and that's basically and he was signing one-year contracts. Signing one-year contracts, and that's basically if you break down these niggas four years and put them together, you know. And who does that remind you? Who does that remind you of now? LeBron. LeBron, instead of taking these five years, he's taking two with. A, he's taking three with a with an option after two. He's just he's playing the game smart. But a, so again, the NBA had these seven-year contracts. Then with um, Grant Hill, I think Grant Hill had an injury. Allen Houston had an injury. Which they Grant started Hill, having players. D- just a little quick sidebar, Ubang. I'm sorry. Grant Hill yeah. was a nigga who, like, you talk about big guards who could do a, a bunch of shit. That nigga don't get enough credit for kind of ushering in this new wave of the way these niggas play now, like these these big guards play now, because he they – they are like derivatives of, of Grant Hill. Just yeah. just throwing that shit so, out there. He was a but beast. because of those injuries, they stopped doing the seven years and shortened them to five years, right? So now you have these five-year maxes. And what's going to happen is because of the way the players are like signing these big-time deals and starting to like start complaining after year one, after year two, they're going to shorten because I don't think the NBA will ever go away from guaranteed contracts, fully guaranteed contracts. They're just going to shorten the years. So I'll guarantee you that the next, um, the next collective bargaining agreement, you're probably going to get down to three year contracts. So now you're going to basically come to the table and renegotiate every three years. But guess what that does DP? It doesn't lock in, in, in case of a career threatening injury. So, you know, like, yeah, you guys are you guys are having fun with the five year max and, you know, I'm going to sign it just to get it out the way. And then after year one, we'll see where we are. And we're we're basically, you know, I'm going to tell you, I can only go to three other destinations. You got to send me there. 
you're going to screw it up for the next uh, for the next set of superstars that's going to sign three-year deals and if they start bucking the system shit we, we might get to a point where we're on you know everybody's on it like kev said on a one-year on a one-year deal every year is a one-year deal hey man here's here's 30 million here's 40 million prove it to me again next year or you can become a free agent right you get what i'm saying i mean and and what's and, and then if it does if that's the nature of it at that point the money is still the same yeah but the money the money doesn't but the, change but the, the money but is the still injury, the same the injury risk is inherent so now if but I'm, it, but, if it, but if it I'm, always I'm has, it you, always has been though it always has been but you were on a seven year a seven year deal a five year deal now if you're on a one year deal and you rupture your achilles or you you know your your, your your ACL goes now next year that fifty million ah we can't do it but but yeah and so so to- so that's why I'm sitting here um and I and I know so I guess is your 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 point is it's going to be better for the establishment and basically what the players are doing now is going to put it into a position to where the establishment takes back the control because of the way I- niggas are abusing you know the system right now quote unquote quote unquote unquote, the system but you know whatever words you want to use the way niggas are using the system right now but i think they're just being selfish i'm I'm asking that i'm I'm asking i believe so let me ask you let's look let's take let's put this in perspective how many nba players are there it's like 400 right okay how many are really abusing the system right now if you count this season right now that are that's in the league right now. How many are abusing the system out of four hundred? I'd say four or five. That's exactly. That's a small number, Ubang. If it's but, four, that's one percent. But the, but those but those, only players, about... those players make the more those players make the more significant amount of the money that's being tossed around too. Again, exactly. the same way I told him, don't bring me that Udonis Haslam shit. Don't don't start telling me about a nigga on the bench that's making the league minimum or or something like that. No, you're talking about the top tier players who are getting two hundred million dollar contract. The guys that can actually say, hey, I need 20 tickets, my entourage, my mom, my dad, my wife, my kids. I need, you know, Jason Tatum so, got deuce uh, the, on, the, on the court. Right, right. You know, who yeah, the, the better question is the better question is how many of those players that Ubon's talking about right now how many of those players are there and then tell me how many of those players are abusing the the system or whatever okay then that yeah. tells that, that well, gives me know, a better that, perspective that's i was going to say that's my next question okay who are the top five players in the nba right now oh man you, you trying to get me to shoot something off the top of my head I say Giannis, KD, um, Steph, Joker. I don't know where LeBron stands right now, but just throw him in for the sake of the combo. Maybe LeBron. We'll okay. say LeBron. So out of those five, only one of those guys is abusing the NBA right now. You said what? Out of those five guys that you named, the five best in the world, there's only one yeah. guy that's abused that's abusing the system. Out of those five, so you have twenty. You have twenty percent of the top five abusing the system, and in actuality, I should you should ask me how many guys are getting paid like the top guy, because Russell Westbrook 
I think is this past year might have been either the highest paid in NBA player or the second highest paid behind Steph Curry. And he's the third. So next I mean, yeah, but all of those. Yeah, so so all of those. Just because, and he's not a top. He's not a top five at this point. He's not even the top thirty. Uh, you said, I, what, I, disagree. I disagree. He's a top thirty. I'm still saying the media is blowing it up more than what it is. It's I don't. It's not a big deal. It's just not the norm. And whenever someone goes against the grain, then it becomes a problem. They want us to be slaves to to your situation. They want you to be a, a you know a prisoner to your situation, and you don't have to. Be. You shouldn't have to be a prisoner to your situation. Make your situation better by all means. Now, I'm not uh, what, what I'm saying. Uh, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. So Kevin Durant and Kyrie were prisoners in Brooklyn. No, no. So what? So what are we talking about? If if you don't want to be at an establishment and you want to leave, and they're like, "No, nah, we're not going to let you leave." Now, at that point, yes, you are a prisoner. That's what I am saying. If you want to go, and they're saying, "No, you can't go. No, we're going to hold you to this," and you don't like them, and they don't like you, but they're not going to let you part ways. Because of the contract and they have the upper hand in that, then yes, at that point you are a prisoner. That's what I am saying. Who was not traded? No, no, no. I, I, the, I'm, no, I'm no, just, no, 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 no. I'm a prisoner in the situation. Right. So, so who, who was, who was not traded that you felt was a prisoner in their situation in the NBA? Who was not traded that you felt like they're sitting up and they don't want to be there? But the team will not let them go. Um, shit. At one point, it was Kobe Bryant. Stop. But go ahead. No, he wanted to get the hell up out of L.A. They wouldn't let him. Did Did he really? Hey, man. He said he did. Okay. I'm going by what the man said. Um, I'd have to think of some other ones. Exactly. I, I'd have to think of some other ones. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure that there. I'm not sure that there are. I mean, I mean all they all they have to, all they have to do is make a stink, make a fuss. Ben, got out of ben Simmons is the closest thing because they were holding on to that nigga like fuck it. We ain't trading this nigga. And then they eventually did it anyway. I thought I mean, you were ben gonna Simmons go to Ben probably, Simmons. The, no, I was I wasn't. I'm th- I was thinking the Marbury in New York situation. That nigga was a prisoner for a while when he wanted to leave, and they're like, nah, you're not leaving, and we're gonna sit you on the bench and we're not gonna let you play. That and then finally, they 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 wanted to buy out, and he was like, "Nah, you gonna give me all my money." So I'd say the Marbury, New York situation. Um, I shit that one, yeah, yeah. As I said, I I'd have to sit and think of some. Right. I mean, and I feel you, but then you know, throwing out percentages, if it's hard for you to think of that, I'm like, how often is that the case? So yeah. is there a huge argument for being a prisoner in your situation in in the league? Yeah, I hear you. And and at the end of the day, when you lock in these contracts, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, Chris Paul showed you what it was. Russell Westbrook showed you what it was. Like, man, I'm making 40-something million. Chris Paul was like, I'm not taking no buyout. I'm not, you know, trying to waive anything. Where you want me to go? Okay, like, OKC? Sure, I'm going to go to OKC and make my 40-something million. Like that's the beauty of locking in a long-term deal. Like I don't care, 
I don't care where you send me. You're going to send me to 30, one of 30 teams that I have to play for how many months is the NBA season? Uh, What, eight? What is it like? Yeah. Hell no, nah, it ain't no damn it's like, eight it's months. Like, uh, like six, right? We go from what? From December? From October. No, October. 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 Well, yeah, October. Late October, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Halloween. Now. No, it's the middle middle November. Now. no, it's the middle now. I remember the, the the opening night used to be like on Halloween. Yeah, now it's, yeah, the, now it's so, the middle. All right. So throw October in there. To like yeah, so it's end about, of April. If you don't make the playoffs and make a deep run. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's six, six months if you don't make the playoffs. But if yeah, you make so the playoffs, seven. eight, eight, depending on how far you yeah, go, it's eight possibly months. eight, yeah. So, you know, it's like I'll take the I'll take the I'll take the Hey, listen, man, lock me in. And if you want to trade me, trade me as long as I'm getting paid. And the NFL, it's like, hey, we're going to sign you and we're going to give you all this imaginary money. <laughs> hey, man, he just signed a seven-year, $200 million deal, $41 million guaranteed. After the end of that $41 million, all the rest of that money is paper. Yeah, it's right. in the cloud. It's, not, yeah, it's, it's in the cloud. It's if, yeah, it's if <laughs> everything goes well. Yep, it's if, it's if everything goes well. And according to plan, if all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, according to the way this contract is written, you get that bread. And that well, yeah. rarely happens. Where I so I'll say this though, Ubon, where I where I don't get upset with KD and Kyrie is I don't see them taking they don't take games off when it's time to play. They're not out there tanking. They're okay. out there playing. You know, it's about to be like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm you can saying, say that about I'm KD. When he gets, when they get on the court, yeah, KD under them lights, they're playing their ass off. Kyrie plays his ass off. He's when, not like when he, when he plays. When he gets on the court, though, that Ky- hey man, so, Kyrie's not the it. best example. Kyrie's but, not the best example. KD, yes, I feel you. I'm still saying Again. Kyrie. The nigga didn't want to get vaccinated, and that's fine. He's got a choice. When he, what about this? What about the, the the personal time he needed around his birthday for a couple of weeks? What about when he was marching on Capitol Hill for some 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 uh I don't know some human rights shit? The police like the the, the police killed his cousin. Yeah, I, I mean okay, I, I, that, I feel, that was some, that was some I, stuff that happened. Yeah, I feel okay. some of the stuff. I feel some of the stuff. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, saying, just saying. I'm saying Kevin Durant's a Kevin Durant is a better example. But of what I you mean, just the, like. If if niggas was out there turning the ball over on purpose, like I don't want to be here, and was just playing that old A defense, man, get me out of here. If they was doing that, then yeah, I'd be like, man, I don't respect this. Get this nigga out of here. I thought we was gonna talk more about this free agency stuff and some of these trades and some of these uh anticipated trades and all that stuff. You know how it goes, man. Sometimes the uh, <laughs> you know, we just don't get to it. The spirit leads us, yeah. but before before we get up out of it, before we get up out of here, man, I, I you know I bash Kyrie on a regular, but I am checking my phone every hour because <laughs> to see if he comes. Hey, look! Hey, look! Look! Hey, had we gone into it, I would have been saying, "Remember how this nigga Ubon used to talk about LeBron." Then that nigga LeBron came, and then oh, that nigga Ubon was telling me, "Hey, <laughs> he's all here." Is <laughs> all this for if we can, 
<laughs> if we can get this trade off, oh. we can get this trade off for Kyrie. I'm gonna be a happy camper. Hey, man. look, look, look. <laughs> let's not let's not forget. Let's not forget. My nigga Ubon went on air to give LeBron the public apology after they yep. won the chip. So Absolutely. if y'all get Kyrie and y'all win, I think we got another public apology coming. Those are some if big ifs. When we get Kyrie, when we get Kyrie, it's gonna. If happen. the Lakers, if the Lakers somehow finesse, um, Brooklyn to to swap Kyrie and Seth Curry for Russell Westbrook, THT, and a couple of picks, it's gonna get interesting. Okay, but see, look, look. Then why do you, if you look at it from that perspective? <laughs> After Kyrie wanted to trade, then here comes Durant because behind the scenes, he must know that that Laker deal is a real, real possibility. And that puts him back in the OKC days. (laughs) And he's like, if you niggas do this shit, y'all might as well trade me too. Yeah. Don't want to be with Russell Westbrook. No. Right. I'm saying, right. That's exactly what I'm saying. He's like, if y'all trade this nigga to the Lakers, it's basically trading me. Or I'm gonna do what James did to you niggas this year. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, and I don't think he I don't think he here. necessarily I don't think he uh, any trade necessarily had to have Russell Westbrook shoot to Brooklyn. Could have got creative. You gotta get three a, team you gotta trade. Get a three, you, you gotta get a third team in there. So that he doesn't end up in Brooklyn. But what I what I'm saying is, Kevin Durant, you could have avoided all of this had you just if Kyrie is your boy like you say he is, and y'all hopping on Instagram lives together, y'all doing all this stuff together, just get his asses to to check in. Nah, it's the same shit with, with we talk about the last dance. Hold on, man, we talk about the last dance with with Jordan and Rodman and how Rodman used to kind of like you know do his own thing. But when they needed somebody to reel his ass back in, the front office can't do it. You know that. And he can't you know either, the front office apparently. Is, 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 no, the, the front office got their hands tied. KD, if you are a leader, which you've proven not to be, you pull Kyrie by, by choke him up. Yo, bro, come on, man. All that little other shit you want to do on the side, do it on your own time. I need you right now to come out here so we can go win games. That's what we came here for. I... If you ain't if you ain't bold enough to talk to Kyrie and get his ass in line, that's that's on you. He's not like that. Don't get you. you what you, what you was at, what was the behind the scenes talk about Kyrie when he was in Cleveland when he was first there with LeBron when they won the chip? You said how what? was that going? How was what was the what was the behind the scenes buzz about Kyrie's attitude and how he was when he was? He Cleveland? wasn't trying to be little bro. He wanted his own team. He didn't want to be under the shadow of LeBron James. Was that the whole time he that he was, was there with LeBron? Yeah. Even though he had that team, he was I think he was drafted to Cleveland, right? Yes. He was. Yes. He was. Okay. He had that team on his own for a, like two or three years before LeBron came, and they didn't make the playoffs. With him and Deion Waiters, remember? And then they got into it, and Deion Waiters broke his nose, allegedly. Y'all yeah, Philly that? dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deion Waiters beat that ass. Like, so, uh, my think, team. And I think they, they shipped him, right? They yeah, shipped yeah, him for that. Yeah, they got him out of there. So, and Deion Waiters, he got him a championship. 
the bubble championship with the Lakers. Shout out to Deion Waiters. But again, you you were there without LeBron. You were unsuccessful. LeBron comes. You get just the. We should have seen back then. Kyrie got one ring with the Cavs, and I think he shook like a year later. Like it's like, <laughs> to, yo, I'm, I'm tired of being little bro. I didn't, <laughs> to Boston, I didn't got it. I hate this nigga's guts. <laughs> right. You know what? Look, it's funny. You could tell that Kyrie and LeBron were going to reunite in a positive way. Do you remember the Nigga, first game? Have they reunited? They, they're going to. That that trade is done. But the uh, the Boston-Cleveland game. Do you remember the, the Boston-Cleveland game? The very first time they played, Kyrie took the last shot to win the game. Missed the shot. Did you see him and LeBron going to the handshake right after the game on the missed shot? Y'all remember that? That's and when it, they, when they, when they was palming each other's heads. Yeah, like and they, 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 they was they like, yeah, thank you for this, missing that, nigga. Yeah, did all this stuff where they locked their fingers <laughs> and everything, and then tapped them on the chest. I was like, wait a minute, they just played against each other. But again, we should have known back then what Kyrie was on. But again, KD, you're gonna go to your next situation, and isn't it? Not to beat a dead horse, but isn't it ironic that KD gives his top two choices of where he wants to go, and it was last year's number one seed in the West, Phoenix, and last year's number one seed in the East, Miami. KD, again, you you want to go to a ready-made situation where all you need to do is be the icing on the cake. I'm the seven-footer whose jump shot they can't stop. So in a game when we're up by 20, we're going to win. In a game where it's close, we're going to win by five. Remember what you said last last week? Hey, man. I'm, yeah, and, and, and those, I looked at them as warm climate spots, man. You know? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> warm climate spots. Getting out of that cold-ass weather, oh. man, in Brooklyn. <laughs> he got that oh, hey, He got that nappy. He got that nappy-ass ball spot in uh in Phoenix, that's not gonna go. <laughs> you gonna have to put some sunscreen. You gonna have to put some sunscreen. On. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, you. Hey, you know what I was saying though. And one thing I just wondered, y'all. I I think I asked y'all if y'all saw that um that uh basketball county in the water documentary. I think Ubon, you said you saw it, right? Yep. The Showtime joint yep, yep, with yep. Kevin Durant, where they're talking about PG County, yep. um Prince George County out in uh in Maryland, where he's from. Uh, Michael Beasley's from. Um, yeah. Michael Beasley is another dude who can hoop. It's just oh my god, you know, it's, yeah, it's mental. mental. Yeah, it's a mental, but he is a fucking hooper. Like that I nigga mean, has game. That's probably um, why why Durant doesn't talk to people. He saw Beasley. He was like, man, I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm not. I ain't talking to nobody no more. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, hey, maybe, maybe, hey, listen, maybe it is something in the water in PG County. Oh shit! You know, this is all got all got some mental shit going on, man. Nah, well, look, I'm, I'm, cool. I'm saying though, I'm saying though, like he should have gone to Washington. Why not? Durant. Yeah. Why not? John Wall was out of there. They clearly needed like another another big gun to go along with Bradley Bill. I think him and Bradley Bill would be a a great one two punch. Surround him with some cool guys, somebody who will get in the middle and, you know, get some but, boards and stuff like that. Like, I mean, but, what's a DP? Is it a is it a guaranteed chip, though? No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I'm 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 like, hey, man, that's your hometown. It's a chance for you to but, bring something like that would really, really shut up all the naysayers. 
But know? is it a guaranteed chip, though? Now he's chasing Steph. Now he's out to show that I can get one outside of Golden State because Golden State basically just told you we can get one without you. KD is chasing a chip. He, listen, wherever KD lands, they're going to have to be – you see why they're saying they won't do the deal with Phoenix, right? Uh, Brooklyn is saying – you're not just going to give us uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Nah. If we do a deal with Phoenix, Booker's coming back. Like, we're not just going to stack the deck so that KD can walk into Phoenix, you, Chris Paul, and D-Book, and come out there and just start cooking niggas. No. And y'all can keep Ayton or do whatever y'all going to do with him. He's not good enough. You're not. We're not trading DeAndre Ayton for Kevin Durant. We need Booker back. So, yeah. all these people that think like, oh, because see, KD, he's not in an advantageous position because he got four years left on the deal. They so wanted, Brooklyn's like, nah, man. Yeah. And, and and then they just saw they just saw Utah trade Gobert for four first round picks. Hey, is that, that, is, that everything. A, is that enough? Is that, that is, I mean, is that too much? Is that too much? Was that too much for Gobert? That that effed up the market. He just effed up the market. Yeah, Gobert effed up the market for Durant. I had I had uh I had Levon ask me, shout out to Levon. He was like, What do you get for El what Gardner. do you get for Durant now? Yeah. What do you get what do you get for Durant? If you get all of that for Rudy Gobert, what do you have to give up to get Durant? Yesterday's hey. price is not it's today's not. price. Absolutely. <laughs> this is true. Hey, guess what? Guess what? They say that the, the team that can give them the best package is right. Golden State. Oh, Golden State. Okay, okay. okay. Golden State. It's oh, Golden wow. State. They could, they could give them uh they said that Golden State, I guess, made some calls about him. And they're I think they're doing a trying to if they put a package together, it would be centered around Jordan Poole, Wiggins, Wiseman, and Kaminga. Wow. For KD. Damn. That is a hell of a package. Pause, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, man. Oh, man. No, nah, that is. But that, that's that would be a crazy. Wow. I mean, but that's again, that goes back to me saying you're only as good as your last performance. Like Wiggins, everybody's been saying how inconsistent he is, right? So. Would you would you take a Durant over Wiggins? What? Absolutely. Would you take Durant Hold over on, Wiggins? Absolutely. I'll would take you Durant. take Durant Absolutely. over Wiggins? Absolutely. Right. Yes. So so when you look at that deal, is like from Golden State standpoint, is that something you would do? Because who else is in the deal? Are you really saying I can't let Jordan Poole go? I can't let Jonathan Kaminga go. Are you really saying that? Or would you give up those three players to get Durant up in there again for four years? Four. Yeah, for four years. Four players. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah, I'm saying four. for four years though. For four years. That yeah. yeah. I that, mean that I'm I'm just that Rudy and, Gobert. And then, and then and then when he goes back, is it a LeBron situation where you forget about everything that he did? Absolutely. And how he left and bounced around. Is it a- because absolutely because I think you'll have people saying what Ubong has been saying and they'll double down on it. Because he's going back oh. to Golden State. Trust me, if he goes back to Golden State, it will be a career-defining moment, period. They've already proven that they can win without you. And Steph 
will be, I don't give a damn how many more finals MVPs you win. You had to come back to the mothership. This is where you got your, this is where you had your greatest success, uh, you know, excluding the, the, the season or the league MVP, right? This is where you had your greatest success. You tried somewhere else. It didn't work out. The prodigal son came back home. But but Kevin, <laughs> you say son. you say no. So tell me why? Because you you say no that it would be a situation where yeah he gets they forget about him bouncing around. Now he's being praised like LeBron yeah. was in Cleveland. They're, they're gonna love it. And those, I you know I hope if he does go back, I hope the nigga wears number seven, so that. <laughs> Everybody that has that 35 jersey got to go buy a number seven jersey. And we see how much the seven jersey sells. And, and and that'll be the telltale. If the seven jersey is selling out, then it's like, oh, yeah, you, you see how much they wanted them back. But definitely. Nah, that means nothing. Nah, but, but definitely people will be celebrating and rejoicing in Oakland. And and the, the main person rejoicing would be your boy, Johnny Draymond Green. Oh, your boy Wayne Johnny Jones Jr. <laughs> the nigga we went to college with, man. I'm from motherfucking East Oakland. Mm. Nigga, nigga was nigga was a Sacramento Kings fan in the early 2000s, <laughs> and then when Golden State got on their run, now that nigga's all Oakland. Now nah, I've always hey, speak, it's sound, sound business. I'll say this: if you're the Golden State fans, winners love winning. So if 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 Kevin Durant comes to the team and he can you know bring another two or three championships to golden state and give him that euphoria of winning like yeah we gonna love him when he's here and then the minute he walks out the door again um we're gonna talk shit about him again like that's the way they're gonna look at it and i'm not mad at him you know at the end of the day he's still the prodigal son it's the son that felt like hey man i could hey pops give me my if anyone remembers the prodigal son the story of the prodigal son Right. One kid said, hey, pops, give me my earnings. Give me my my portion of the of the inheritance. I'm about to get on and go do my own thing. He went out there, squandered it, gambling on on the, on the broads and the and the liquor and all that other stuff. Flat broke, eating out the trough spent, with the pigs. That, you spent did that, spent that nickel on the movies <laughs> and exactly. the hoes and. All the that shows and, the and all that, yeah, and the horse and carriage, all that. Had to come back home begging, pops, take me back. So he would be the prodigals. He would be the NBA's prodigal son. Hmm. Hey, Kevin says Sacramento, and it, and you know I don't want to go, uh, you know, too left field with this, but it made me think about somebody who missed the boat for this new wave of the way these contracts and capitalizing on them go. DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, man, his is sad. He was a max player at one point and was being offered a max deal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And being offered a max deal or what was a max deal at the time by the organization he was playing for, the Sacramento Kings. So, Sacramento, but what happened was they didn't like his attitude and whatever was going on behind the scenes in the organization. So, instead of instead of giving him that max deal, a five-year deal at the time, they sent him to New Orleans where he teamed up with AD, and they it was him, AD, and uh, Rondo. And they actually did good. And he was still in line for a four-year deal from New Orleans, and then he got hurt. Oh, man. he And he's been bouncing around from team to team to team. You can still see he still got it, but, you know, 
he's a bigger dude that's he's not like skinny like KD. He got some size on him. Right. So once you start, you know, the lower extremities start going, you already you weren't like fleet of foot like KD, you know, with the with the with the movement and all that. Um it's, man, it was a it was it, it it was one of the sad stories in the NBA. You know, yeah. a dude that that really he he lost out on at least a hundred at least a hundred million. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a generational generational wealth. But on, right, man, on another note, man, that trade with Rudy Gobert, there are three NBA centers in the history of this sport that have got two hundred million dollar contracts, and two of them are on the same team. The three players. <sighs> Jokic, yes. Rudy Gobert, and Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Ain't one shit between the three of them. The bottom line from Ubang is uh this, what what is what my nigga Durant doing like uh Yvette from uh Baby Boy. Get me out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey. Get me out of here. Listen. Come to the she come, come to the front door. She come to the front door. The car need fixing. <laughs> Tyree slammed the door. <laughs> it's raining outside. <laughs> hey, had that Marvin Gaye. Had that Marvin Gaye played in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That baby boy scene was one of the funniest. Had that Marvin Gaye playing in the background in <laughs> pouring rain in yeah. <laughs> Oh, he came to his doorstep. Oh man, oh. Tyrese closed the door on her like, get out of here. So good. Yeah, man, that's KD. What's up, y'all? Don't forget to follow us on IG and Twitter at 2Ps and a Bomb. That's the number 2 W O P E E Z A N D A B.